excited that we have intro music. Woo-hoo! Thanks to the Solomon Brothers for starting us off um, at Baker's Wife. I'm sitting here today surrounded by a whole cast of characters because it's our one year Efrat anniversary podcast edition. That's a mouthful. Um, okay, Dave, thanks for being here. Thank you. Nice to be back. Nice to be asked back, I think you want to say. It's nice to be asked back. And let's be honest, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you just get to sit still in an office. That's like a gift I'm giving you. That is nice. It's a nice break from the day. Yeah. Thank you. Um, to just describe, like, usually, like, Gila and I, when we sit together, we describe what we're eating. I just want to describe what David's wearing. He's wearing a Young Judea t-shirt. It might be the second or third day in a row that you've been wearing it. You're covered in flour. At every part of your body. When you're for had a haircut. He's had a haircut. We do gauge it by haircut and um, and clothing. Um, a lot of flour on you, but I will say that because Pesach is coming, I know that within two weeks I'm going to have a gluten-free husband. Not with what you eat, just with what you wear, and I'm super excited. So thanks for coming. Great. Let's go. Let's go. Um, to my left is Gila. Hey, everyone. Uh, Gila's a fan favorite also because she can keep pace with me. Dave basically just sits and checks the mail, and every once in a while I kick him and he nods. Agree? I have things to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy to take you up on that and that challenge accepted, and you can host one week. It could be the David. I cannot Pet. host. No, I can, I, I can respond. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, we sort of, like, toss you the ball. <laughs> And then, like, sort of hope you go up for the layup. Assist. Assist. No layups. He says, continuing to sort the mail. Continuing to sort the mail. And finally, our guest that Gila and I have been after for months, nay, a year, since we have been opened, a year. Um, is year. our own Weinstein. Woo! Hi, everybody. We've been coaching him for a long time. So far, in order to avoid doing a podcast, he told me he needed root canal, which you did actually get yeah, root canal. Um, and also, today you decided to distract us. What were we supposed to do before the podcast? What did you show us? Uh, this. Daniel Radcliffe rapping. Yes. Aaron thought that it would be imperative for us to all watch Daniel Radcliffe raps Black Alicious's alphabet aerobics on Fallon. That you then put in the show notes, right? Yes, obviously now it's in the show notes so that everybody can watch it. You all enjoyed it. We did. But I think it was like with like light amazement. Like we're not really sure what's happening, but we're sort of along for the ride. Which, Which is, is yes, the theme of the last year. Yes, but also nice segue, it's nice, our own nice. theme also, Arn. You're basically like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing here, but whatever, it'll make it happen. Yes. And I'll well, write it down in my note oh, pad. Yes. And then it'll be okay. Teeny, we we tiny have mentioned writing. your we have mentioned your notes on this show before. I'm sure when you've listened to our podcast. Of course. Of course. Um, so first of all, Arn, what do you do for our bakery? Um, bit of everything. It is a bit of everything. Meaning when we well, hire, you're the Dvorak Club. You don't touch dough. We don't. You don't right. touch dough. No, I don't meaning touch right. dough. Uh, this whole team, our table, like our side of the table. <laughs> if I want to put like a little machitza here, we're all dressed very nicely. Gila and I have on our fake hair. True. Have our, my hoodie. You have your hoodie. Aaron also, who I'm just gonna say again for the millionth time because it's a crazy pet peeve that I have. You grew up in Boston. I did not grow up in Boston. I grew up in Israel. Until what age? 14. And then where'd you go? Boston. And how long did you live there for? Four and a half years. Was there winter when you were in Boston? It was miserable. It was cold. Yes. So you're familiar with what cold is. I don't like it. I. <laughs> 
That's true. That's true. It's, it's accurate. Meaning the gush is like yes. I would say that Gila Arn in David's <laughs> office is usually at like it's so hot in here. Disgusting. It's gross. Also, Arn dresses as though he's like on like what is it like when you go search? You take those dogs and you go to Antarctica to search for the never-ending sun or moon or something. His shoulders are hunched over. And yeah, cold. He always looks cold. like he's suffering from freezingness in a frat. Always a hoodie. Meaning you, I don't. I don't have you ever seen him without? Sometimes in the summertime. I doubt it. No, because he's in camp. No, Celtics. T-shirts. No, uh, is that what happens? Is that what you do? a few days I came with that. I would say, like, yes. I would say if your wardrobe is either hoodie or Celtics, um, which is also a point of contention that you and I share. Uh, well, LeBron's doing great this year. You're, so. you're being mean now. Haters going to hate right now. Um, I will say that when Kyrie joined the Celtics, I thought I would need to fire you. And when the Celtics were, like, narrowly coming close to being in some kind of final last year, are they coming close this year? Uh, we'll see. They're, so not that's doing, no. they're not doing as well. The answer is no. Look, the Cavs are going nowhere also. But there is a Celtics-Cavs rivalry. Yes, I'd yes. just like to remind everyone that I'm Canadian. But I'll poke Dave now so that he can say... Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> but the Raptors are doing great. It doesn't matter. Meaning oh, the Raptors yeah. sort of formed after I left. My nephew loves them. I don't know one player on the Raptors. I don't really care. Cavs I care about because my kids care. And I care about the rivalry because you get so angry. Meaning, Arn is basically, you'll agree, you're un, Arn is unflappable, except for a couple oh of things. Oh my god, yes, you were... The, the few ever. Yeah, no, you are, of all the presences, that's not a real word, but of all the personalities, personality. personalities, that's the right word. Arn is the one who you can count on if something's going wrong to just be calm about it. Like, you don't get stressed out. Right, but so then I would say I would Unless. not want him in a barroom brawl with me. I don't think he'd fight well. I don't. I think you would be like the back. peace. No, you'd be like the peacemaker, and I would want someone to punch somebody in the gut. So I wouldn't put you there, oh. but I would put you there. Huh. Like if the building is burning down, Shefa, your wife, Chef, I hope you're listening to this because you're right about the hero thing. If there's a oh, fire yeah. burning down, like um, like if you weren't like manning the fire truck, you'd be like figuring it out. You agree? Yes. What? Appreciate it. Thank the you. only thing we told Aaron before we started was you can't nod your head or roll your eyes because no one can see. He's nodding his head. I'm nodding my head. And maybe he'll roll his eyes. I have no yeah. doubt that internally there's a lot of eye rolling. Look, I've never um, seen Aaron roll his eyes here. Um, no, that doesn't happen. He's always smiling. Also. He is. He no, is. he's always just, you know, power of yogurt. I think yeah. that, you know, <laughs> first of all, how to take that? <laughs> yogurt. Vanilla ice cream. Vanilla, vanilla. Part of yogurt is just not good. There's no such thing. Vanilla ice cream. It's always vanilla. there. It's always good. It's, you know, it's steady solid. as they come. Because yeah. also when you say that, it's also like boring. But I don't think he's boring because I know that there are ways that we can get him to like respond. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen that. LeBron James. <laughs> All you need to say is LeBron. Back. Yes, he just he goes crazy. Fine, Fine. Look, here's what we've done. I mean, my gift was Gila, and David's gift was Aaron to sort of offset the power Aww. of Tavora and Gila. Oh, right. Yeah, well, let's good. talk about how it happened, because really, when you said that, down and not nailed down. It was a year ago that put into the contract. This is what start? we're purchasing. It's true. At that you're time, I would say, you know what? Tattoo your name, and she will never be here. The fact that I have tattoos already huge, but Declaw was working for Barakas Imams. Every time one of us walked in, she was like, she thought we were aliens. Like there was no discernible reason that we should be here. Did you remember? Did you meet her when you came on those runs? Not yet. She was in the kitchen. But I know that they were. Watching me uncomfortable. <laughs> I was writing everything that I could uh, see. It's true. I forgot about that. Look, we hired you initially to transition from one bakery to the big bakery. 
Yeah. And we were like, all right, let's see how it goes. We knew anyway you were flying. You work at Mosheva. Another big theme on this podcast is Mosheva because we all work there. Gil, did you? Um, Macha. Well, I, I dabbled in B'nai Akiva of the United States. Yes, yeah, did you run B'nai Akiva in America for Possibly a while? Possibly for a couple of years. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but you were leaving anyway mid-June, mid-July to go to camp. Mid-June. So we're like, okay, let's do this one block of work yeah. and then like if it works for you great if it doesn't okay if it works for us great like there was this easy exit ramp and then as it got yes. closer to you leaving panic ensued let me refer back to david's glowing recommendation of you of being <laughs> unflappable unflappable or vanilla ice cream par of yogurt par of yogurt <laughs> which is so obviously going to be the title of right. this podcast um, and so then you went to camp. Did we bother you a lot in camp? No. This year no. we're going to bother you yeah. a lot in camp. Also, when you went to camp, everything that you did became my job to do. So all I was doing was counting down for you to come back from camp. It was like, oh, there's inventory to do. Where is Aaron? Aaron, come back. The alarm's being difficult. Oh, my God. Where the alarm went off for 11 straight weeks while you were gone. Um, and then when you came back, we were like, please just stay with us the, forever. the alarm did not cry, it was crying wolf until it wasn't crying wolf. When did it? No, that the was Yomatz Ma'ud. No, that was, oh, oh yeah. Oh, Ma'ud. Yes. Has so, that come up in the podcast? No, meaning there, look, let me say this. There's this, the four of us are sitting here and it's like the big four and we have our meetings and we love each other. And, and our WhatsApp um, groups. And our, meaning. The our big what, four. The big four. WhatsApp we have group. one million WhatsApp groups. I would even say between the four of us here, even just individual and yeah. groups, there are probably at least a dozen. It's, it's a Okay, so over the past year, we have definitely pulled together one million WhatsApp groups, and I would say the alarm goes off just as frequently as our WhatsApp groups. Even, I think, not last night, two nights ago, I had calls. Did you get calls, Dave? Um, probably. Did no. you? Do you get last calls? Last night, I get calls. It goes like this. First, Aaron somehow met. No, you're still on. You get also. Friday night, I got two. Why do we, I guess what I would say is, why is the alarm choosing to call different ones of us at different times? That's probably the most upsetting about everything. It's a fire only for you. It's very safe here. That's what we want to, that's what, if you're thinking, perhaps we lock this place at night. Look, the one time that it wasn't okay was, um, was Yom Ha'atzmaut night and, um, and the bakery flooded. Now, meaning, I'm a little bit of a base Yaakov girl in my heart and soul, so I'm very into this whole Ayan Hara thing, and I freak out, and it's the start of a business, and too many people are paying attention to us, and then everything explodes, and I'd be very, very accept, except that my friend Tamara, who is a podcast listener, Tamara, Tamara said to me, oh, a flood, that means Shefa Brachot, a lot of water means a lot of um, blessings, and I was like, yeah, my... <laughs> Dave, again, you can't see eye rolls on the screen. <laughs> David is a gush boy. We're a mixed marriage of gush boy and a little bit base girl. But Dave, now validate the end of the story with who validated me the most. Oh, I know In the answer. What? In my crazy belief. Ah, yes, yes. The, the, biggest, the greatest validation came one day. I was sitting in Rosh Tzurim and uh, Rafi, our Mefakeach, uh, and Shafiq. Our, uh, our Kablan who lives in Hebron. Our Arab contractor who has built the back of the house for us. And, and other houses. And parts of my house for us. <laughs> and um, so they walk in looking very seriously, just, uh, you know. Shafiq was very serious. Uh, you know, uninvited, you know, <laughs> unexpected. David, we need to sit down. We sit down. He's like, David, I have to tell you something. He's like, go ahead. He's like, you have Bashara. He's like, what's Bashara? He's like, look. You know, when you do a lot of things and everybody's watching and like it's like a big move and whatever, 
the uh, the evil eye, the Ayin Hara comes and looks at you, you know. That's right, folks. Me and Shafiq, we're taking our show on the road. We know the what's what. You didn't give him any credibility. You didn't care at all that he said it. Um, not completely. Right. Um, Shafiq, by the way, will stop me with a number of things. He has stopped me to tell me how to treat bread when you throw it out. Like, usually when we have breads at the end of the day, like, it all goes to tzedakah, goes to various charities around here. But if there's anything ever that's, like, left over or that needs to go into the garbage, like, there has to be a very, very respectful way of throwing bread out. And I've actually seen waiters. Have you ever been there with waiters, Gila? No. We had one waiter who, like, it's left over on a plate. Like, right. somebody hasn't finished their bread platter. Like, he would cover the bread and almost, like, bless it as he put it into He's the like garbage Mary, can. What's it, Mary Kondoing the bread? Does Mary it give Kondo you, bread. Does it give you <laughs> Does joy? Does it give you joy as you say goodbye to But I've taught my kids. My kids Mary Kondo things. Not... They don't clean anything, God forbid. But um, what they do do is, like, Dove, the 10-year-old, will be in the kitchen, and there'll be, like, literally a bag of Doritos that's empty, and he'll be like, does it give you joy? I'll throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joys. They're Mary Kay, this is hashtagging you. Okay, so we started a year ago. Our own, you're in the middle of shuttling back and forth between Rosh Surim and Efrat. Did you think we would be successful? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Right? No eye rolling. No. No, he's, rolling. it was just a straight up no. <laughs> I, I I was I, I thought it was still gonna go well. I had a good feeling about it. Um, a very diplomatic answer. It's very par of yogurt of him, I think. <laughs> That's <some laughs> par of yogurt. What were you? What made you nervous? What were you excited about? Tell the people something. To, to your credit, you hate every minute of this podcast right now, and you're <laughs> just doing it because you're a team player and a great guy. So we're gonna like literally lay off of you in a minute. But really, do you remember those first? Gil and I talk about those first few weeks. Like, so, so like, no, seriously. Um, I remember that coming to that frat location. It was it was exciting. It was exciting to see a location that was very invested. Uh, there was a lot of equipment that we were acquiring that was going to up our game by a lot. And from my knowledge of David and Vora and everything that they're involved with, uh, <laughs> they, they do things uh, all the way. They work very hard and are very serious about it. And uh, Gila, I didn't know at the time, but uh, I've learned a lot from her since. But uh, I feel like it's the two of you stuck in the trenches, like dodging me and David's crazy as much as humanly possible. No, we're the third and fourth wheels. Meaning, You're thrilled that there is a fourth wheel now, because for a long time else. you were it's a third true. wheel in our marriage, and now we've added our own. It's true. So it's just it kept getting more and more <laughs> shady. That's one word that we could use. <laughs> but um, I really remember when Aaron started, because it had just been, what, we were five in Rostrims? six people maybe I don't know we were very limited staff and I remember when I started there was a whole new dynamic to figure out and I even I don't know why I looked this up I didn't look it up I was probably searching for something and it came up you know what's up conversation of like Aaron's coming what does that mean what is he gonna do and there was like we were so small that any new person changed the dynamic completely. Well, more just, than that, you weren't even, like, I wasn't even in the bakery. I would oh, drive really? in two or three right. times a day. I would never sit and work there. No. I was always sitting at home working from home because there just wasn't that physical space. Nor was there really, like, that wasn't your... You, you weren't there to be physically present. You were there to be the creative genius behind everything. And genius like is probably a stretch in a long way. <laughs> but I did, meaning I liked my job. I'm going to suck up. I'm going to suck up a little bit also. <laughs> It's cute because you both know our financials and know that there's no raise coming anywhere in the near future, but you can keep it. Um, Dave, do you remember that jump from being small to the sense that you were big? 
Yeah, we were very, we were like, oh, we were a little overwhelming. I remember the first day baking here, and the, the staff came to bake here. When, that was after Pesach, even. Right, and we're like, whoa, what is happening? I remember people taking long walks and getting lost. Yes. Here? Yeah, like, where's the Masan? <laughs> Where does this go? Wait, what, wait, I made the wrong turn. Like, people were getting lost. Which Maksan is that again? It's no, true. That, that is right. true. People's 10,000 steps were a day were really uh, improving. Oh, that's true. There was well, a lot 10, of walking. There was right. a lot of, there was. There was I, I remember talking about, like, getting Motorola's or getting rollerblades or getting something that you could get from the front to the back quickly. But also, and the truth is that, Arn, I think the Motse Pesach, like, we're coming into Pesach season now, and now one of the things that we're doing is, like, figuring out who staffs it, what time does the restaurant stay open until, who has to be here when. Right. But that Motse Pesach of last year, that was the first time we opened, and that was, meaning, t- terrible. Do you remember, you were driving back and forth. Our equipment wasn't, it was you, right? I think so. I think that it was you. Our equipment I, yeah. wasn't here yet. So Motse Pesach, we were baking in Rosh Surim, but we had hyped up the fact that we were going to be open at the end of Pesach. So, and we were brand new and we have some friends that are nice to us. So all of a sudden tons of people were coming and they hadn't eaten bread. <laughs> right. It's Jews post Pesach. It's Jews post Pesach. We had a captive audience and literally captive because Aaron, you couldn't get through. Right. You couldn't drive from Rosh Stream here because the parking was so terrible. So True. you had the bread mm-hmm. stuck up in your car at the top of the hill. Oh my God. Had people known he would have been lynched. <laughs> It's true. Really did you true. even make it down to the bottom of the hill? What did you do? Because you kept going back and forth. That's crazy. I think I had to park up the street. And run mm-hmm. down with the bread. Yeah, right. Look, I remember Yoni was working here. Our 17-year-old was working here. And I was like, oh, go take these breads out like out to the store. And he's like, no, no, I don't want to see anybody. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to be part of that. So right. he was scared and hiding, which could be another title of this episode of the podcast. <laughs> Um, but there were also, there were some big days in those early days, like when, when we moved the equipment over, that was like totally you and David getting excited about big pieces of machinery flying through the sky. Like, it could have been the trailer. Like, let's go, no. Let's, where's the trailer? The fridge is on the move. Okay. There Who goes an oven. all of that for you? Do you remember Moshe Crane. Moshe Crane. That's what is that how we... His name is in my, in my contacts. Look, at a certain point, David, I mean, David, you save people on your phone in ridiculous ways. Ridiculous. So does everybody. Mm, I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. Because there's this app now. Do any of you have the app? Is it called True Caller? Is it called True Caller? Because I just downloaded it last night. Don't do it, because I'll tell you why. Because then if other people have the app also, they can see what you call them. So on my phone, I legit have names that are like, this person, super annoying. And not none of you, of course. You're all fabulous people. But I will put on certain things like, oh, don't answer this caller. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of who are you question marks because it's people who called me and then I don't remember and I'm kind of like wait for them so to call me David again. So David offers you the antidote to that because David will just put like Moshe, Moshe, guy who, what was he? Moshe Crane. Moshe, Moshe Crane. you got to keep it simple. Let me say something else. <laughs> Eshar Brayman, who works for us now, he... Worked for us before he went into the army, did a full army service, and then came back to work for us again. So we've had such a long-standing relationship with him, meaning for years and years and years. Dave, what is he on your phone? Eshkar kid from kibbutz. Eshkar kid from kibbutz. <laughs> meaning like there's no... Ellie, Ellie Possible Baker. <laughs> Ellie, who worked for us for two and a half years, he's still Ellie Possible Baker. Oh. Meaning it just keeps... <laughs> I'm sad that David's laughter doesn't translate onto uh, the podcast because we're getting... 
There's you know, great facial expressions. Yeah, you are proud of yourself a little bit. We have a good, right. good, strong contacts list. You, you have a strong, meaning at some point, David and I, I don't know if you two know this, it was a difficult moment for us, but we underwent an iPhone divorce. Apple divorce. We went to the Apple store in Cleveland at Eaton, Whatever. what is it called? Eaton? Yeah. Just called Eaton, maybe? And we went to the Apple store, and we were like, okay, it's time for us to part ways. Because I had all of his contacts, and they are sketchy as hell. Meaning, like... So we walked up to the counter, and we said... We said <laughs> To the whatever the health counter is it called? It's I so forgot lovely. what it's called. The Apple Bar. What's it called? Yeah, it's probably something trendier than yeah. we are. And then I was like, I was like, we, um, yeah, we're going to be getting an Apple divorce. And I didn't. I don't think he heard the word Apple. <laughs> so I was like, we need to separate our iTunes, iCloud accounts because we don't want to see each other's stuff. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about Moshe Crane. It actually stresses me out. And for years now, like if I'm sitting still, which isn't a very common occurrence, but if you notice me, like I'll often go through my contacts and just try to like purge no. the Moshe Cranes. But where it becomes difficult is also when it's like your kid's dentist appointments and trying to schedule a workshop. But then David also has something like all the calendars were also meshed at the beginning. Like was your, this is re referencing back to the third and fourth wheel um, uh, that, that you knew motive, when we were taking our said, kids right. to the dentist. Like, is this a workshop calendar? Is this a personal calendar? Who? Where does it? And we also because I also. yes. What did we just mess up? I just messed up. Not messed up. Just misplaced. That's we all. Just misplaced. A workshop. Yes. Booking or a meeting. Oh, something. it's true. Meaning, I will say, in the course of the past year, I think bread anyway, and I've talked about this so much. Bread is humbling. Like it's a it's a humble thing. Like, you don't make millions of dollars. I mean, please, God, let us make millions of dollars. But you don't make millions of dollars selling loaves of bread. I think that it keeps you humble. But I would also say the past year where you would think that there's, like, this grandiose idea that we've moved forward and that we're doing great and that there's a restaurant, but there's a humility in the sheer number of times we've totally screwed up, which feels like many, many times. It's a learning curve. It's a learning curve, but I would say we're still at the top there where we're watching it curve. That's okay. Like, it's really, I think I think about this, and I, I it, it gets driven home every time we do, um, like, comes the beginning of the month, and it's like, let's talk about payroll, let's talk about, like, who works here. We're literally, like, I think it's 55 people who Holy you're God. employed this month, and that number changes. And keeps growing, thank God, as we continue to grow. I'm like, a year ago, it was five. Now yeah. we're at 55. Yeah, I would what say, I mean, like, we were more than, maybe we were a bit more than five, because we still have the Holla Girls. But, um, yeah, meaning the fact that it has jumped so much in the past year, it does, that's a great feeling. But I will say, like, even the simplest things, like Dave and I were at a bar mitzvah on Sunday night, and the guy sitting next to me was like, oh, so we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. He was bringing TVA to the bakery. They were having workshops. And I said, oh, no, no, you're coming on Tuesday. And he's like, no, there are 50 of us, and we're coming tomorrow. I'm like, no, I don't believe you. And then, what do you know? I booked it totally for the wrong day. If I had not been sitting next to him at the Simcha, I'm telling you, 50 girls would have shown up to, like, a tap dance, song and dance, because <laughs> there was nothing doing at that bakery. I would have to have done the workshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, things that I'm now remembering, teaching our own the different breads, like, because part of the beginning and until we figured out what to do was, like, you actually have to know what we do here, so here, make drawings of each type of loaf of bread and what it looks like and what it, like, Actually, if yeah. you go up to the counter right now, taped onto the cash register, whichever new kid has just started working at the front, has taped the pictures, like, what each shape of bread is. Yeah. It's a constant struggle. What do we do here? Aaron, I also remember you um, cutting cookies. 
Do you remember being in the back? It was the same night. It was at Motse Pesach. David, were you in Rosh Hashanah? I was not here. Oh, oh really? Wow. No wonder you don't have the same PTSDs we do. You were baking there. Correct. Oh. Who was making focaccias here? Noah? Someone was making yeah. focaccias. Ellie? No. Ellie was, wasn't he Uman? I don't know. No, Uman is not a Pesach thing, is it? No. Rosh Hashanah? Sure. Purim. Um, Purim. Yes. So you were baking there. Aaron was transporting, but I really remember at some point putting a knife in your hand. Yeah, I remember and cutting, saying, so, cutting cookies at some point. And saying to you, I really remember also when we interviewed you, you were like, I was like, you will never touch dough. And I'm like, sorry, buddy, roll your sleeves up because you're slicing these cookies. We made cookies that night? I guess. Anything that had flour in it that people, yeah. Anything that had flour that we could sell. That we could sell. Right. Um, yeah, it does feel that way. Wow. Okay, so meaning I would so say, crazy. like, in looking back on the past year, first of all, we've grown from the four of us to the 55 of us, which I think now is a great time to point out that, like, a nice shy lechag when you're 10 people is going to be totally different this year yeah. when it's 55. The budget is different, but, yeah, haramakosi. Haramakosi, Dave, you're going to be baking matzah with the staff. Matzah baking with the staff. It's awesome. We're giving matzah out. And shmura matzah to our staff as a That's like a super valuable gift. <laughs> so, and it's like, it's awesome. And we're going to so expose valuable. so many people to Rosh Tzarim of our time. It's like, true. I I've also, never seen it. Yeah, there are times when, like, I would say, like, like our favorites here, like the people that we know are, like, here for the long haul. Like, we're like, you need to get in your car and you need to drive to Rosh Tzarim because you just need to see, like, what that felt like for us, like where we came from. It's the same way that we're going to be in New York in a week or two for one day, and I'm like, oh, we've got to drive to my grandparents' house, because that's just your roots. By the way, the name of our company is their address. Did you know that? Every time you curse out 1118. Thanks, Pearl and Abe Nemetsky. Maze, Ilwin, 18. It's true. Israelis can't handle it. Israelis can't handle any name of the bakery. Ilvin Eitin Maza and Pat Yes, I would also say, meaning looking back, oh. I wouldn't change the name because I think it's unique, but no one gets it right. No one. People send me signs on Amy Grafayim where we're selling there. It's called Pat Balechem. I don't care. No problem. Sell your breads there. It's totally fine. But yeah, I would say the name of the place, what were we thinking? But we didn't know. Pat stands, meaning it's a great name. Yes, 1118, it's complicated. <laughs> That's us. It's we true. Complicated. We are complicated. Awesome. Wait, can we talk about next year? Like, what do we see happening in the next year? Yeah. Exciting things to come? All right, I'm so excited for you to start us off, because I'm sure there's so much. Um, our spelt crackers are uh, <laughs> flying off the shelves. It's true. Our spelt crackers are flying off the shelves, and I would say... The past week has been like this insane push for spelt crackers. And you upped from five batches to ten batches to twenty batches. Thank in the God last you two have weeks. a spreadsheet that can yes, do that I multiplication. Do. Oh easily yeah, let's say that. that. Meaning, if Gila is the master of lists, then Aaron oh. is the master of no, no, Excel. I am willing to to. You can have that title. You are the yes. king of the list. Right, like we were talking about how many notebooks you've gone through since you started. Do you know the answer? Yeah, I have two here, and this is my third. It's only three. Mm-hmm. It's, only it's only three, three. Mm-hmm. but seven bulging binders. Right, but with I got a copy my binders. Of... It's all mine. Oh, and it's binders. So we'll put a picture of it in the show notes so people can really understand the organization. And it's maybe true. you could give private classes. Sure. On, because I would say, David Strong, you're, you're not, meaning you're not a write everything down in a notebook and know where the notebook is kind of guy. Correct. <laughs> no, he's an app guy. 
He it's doesn't ever know, ever know, ever know, and remember the milk. Oh, it's true, Dave. You are those things. I can give lessons in that. It's true. Totally. Gila and I can give. Uh, um, no, I'm I'm scraps of paper everywhere with lots of notes, and then transferring it. I feel like once I've copied I it to a different place. I want to claim that I have this great organizational over. No, what you do is you start off with great headlines on pieces of paper oh. and then very quickly it goes downhill from there. You know, it's there. interesting like, that always... I blame David with ADHD. It's really very possible that it's me. Because let's, it's let's keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Look who suddenly woke up. It's true because I will say, it's not only that. First of all, I do have beautiful handwriting it's and true. I will say that one year for my birthday, do you know this? David got Studio Dove to make me my own font. You can actually have the font called Devorah, which is my handwriting. And can I even send it to people? You How does that work? You can post it on the show notes. I will write my show notes. Can I do that? In Devorah? Probably. I don't know how that works. No, you can, you can download the font from the... Oh, maybe I'll offer the font. It's beautiful. So I do start these gorgeous calendars and these gorgeous lists of everything. And then, like, it's just it, there's too much happening, and I put it somewhere, and it's in my purse. I've done it the same thing 50 times. Yes. But it is the same thing with... Um, Water, but Diet Coke bottles. I, I never, I always have Coke Zero with me somewhere. I never finish it. My kids have come to notice that. It is a crazy thing. It is always, so there might be something about me being hyper vigilant and then being like, yeah, I'm done with that. It's maybe why I haven't taken up knitting. Yeah, that's the reason. You could use a new key bottle. Sure. <laughs> I never, never. I think, I, I think I made, I think I've made two in my life and they were bad. That's what I think. But yes, I guess we all have our own skill sets, but mine, I would say, is <laughs> we're not sure what it is. Creative genius. Cre I'll go magic, with magic wand. Magic wand. I'll take magic wand oh, and hope nice. that it works. Nice. That's what I'll do. All right, looking forward to this year. Arn, you're right. Spelt crackers are going crazy. Gila, you're starting a sales department. I'm going to start a sales department. We're going to slowly but surely take over Israel, north, south, east, west. Our well, brands will be everywhere. We've started with Yerushalayim. How many places are we in now? 20. We're in 20 stores in Yerushalayim and surrounding areas. Right. And thank God it's, it continues to grow daily, which is still like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. we had a great interview with this great, I want to call him a kid, but I think that's just because I'm getting old, with this great human that I think will be selling for us. He seems really great. We have our truck ready, though the truck has not been um, decaled properly because we keep going back and forth. In the show notes, you can see some of our options. So, oh. I, oh, they can vote. They, no, you, can't you can't vote because vote. I'm too controlling. <laughs> Even though I mean well, I would take the vote and then Fine. I would manipulate the vote. But even Fair. the truth is that even the ones that are there, I'm not sure which one I'm feeling yet. Um, so we, you're so starting Brett. a sales team. Arn, you're continuing with operations and logistics. Wait, can I? Can I? I'm going to throw something out there. I do think that by this time next year, there will be a third Papa Melach somewhere in the south of oh Israel. Oh my god, I could vomit from you saying that because of my Ayan Harafir. My Ayan Harafir. I'm going to call Shafiq. He's going to back me up on this, Gila. Um, can we fix in one, <laughs> one year? Um, no, but we're going to start selling more and more out. We have yeah. more and more events happening here. Dave, yes. what do you see happening in the next year? I think, I think we're going to be flirting with getting another vehicle for deliveries. Meaning the delivery vehicle will will probably be full. That's and right. It will probably either do two rounds a day or a second view. That, that's really what I'm looking at. Uh, looking at. I think some things are going to be tightened up. I think we're going to our, our, the, the wood-fired pizza is going to be up and running. Oh, yes. P Papa Pizza. We've been working on pa that. Papa Pizza? No, we're not going to do that because that sounds like we're giving marijuana and pizza. <laughs> right. So we should I don't even know the price point on that. 
Aaron, yeah. Aaron can figure it out for you. There's Put a, it on your list, Aaron. There's a list I think for our, that. I think our, I think our pastry, I think our bread line will grow in, in volume, and I think our pastry line will grow in variety. Oh, nice. Okay, let's end it this way. Everybody did great. Aaron, was it as bad as root canal? Worse. It was, this has been worse than root canal? Don't worry, Jeez. you're on next week, too. Now, listen, yes. um, before we end, let's do each one of us one awesome dream that we have for this place that may not happen, but that, you know, like, you have time to, like, think about. I'm going to go first because you're all going to steal mine. You know what it is, right? It's definitely food truck, meaning I would love a Papa Mel food truck. We talk about it. I'm not sure how it would work, but if, I, if you were to say to me, Devorah, what's your one fun thing? I would say I want a food truck. Deal? I stole yours. Well, we all love a good food truck. Um, no, you really have. That's a curveball, Tora. Um, oh. I. Wow. Pregnant pauses on the podcast. Um, I'm gonna say some sort of publication that oh. that chronicles <laughs> and is somehow connected oh. to Papa Melach. Okay. Without being committal, but that I think would be an amazing. I will say that we had started that cookbook idea. Yeah. I, Mm-hmm. last summer I guess and then I tabled it but I will say that with me and Dave and our children flying in a, in a week or two like I do feel like when I have distance from it I would be able to start pulling it together a little bit more so yeah. that's a nice kick in my pants and I think right. there's some gorgeous photography that can oh. go in there like our breads the things that we produce here are beautiful and the story here is beautiful so I think we can put all that together in something that will and charge people, people and money charge for people money for but people can take home more you know a piece of Papa Melach, both the literal, you can eat it, and you can also remember it and see and, it and, and feel it visual. And maybe make yeah. your own recipes. Yeah. Okay, Aaron and ha. Dave, we've stalled for you. Any uh, big dreams? Yeah, my, my big dream? My dream, my big dream is that within a year, approximately 1,000 families will be having a loaf of our breads on in their home, ready to be used daily. That's nice. I will add to, in one year for you, that you sleep through the night. Fine. <laughs> Bread yes. for a thousand families, and you sleep through the night. Aaron, take us home. We're done. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, thinking about just, I guess, I don't know if we want this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. now. We definitely yeah. want it on the podcast. Finishing the Misrata Briut process, uh, having our Rishayon Essek, our yes. Rishayon Yatsran, and uh, this is why you're you're you. Like all of us have these like crazy like maybe someday possibly and you're like but also in real life and it's true israel is if i would like to go on record as saying very over legislated in a lot of things yes. and you have been following this like b- these breadcrumbs of getting us certain forms that we need or certain two dough that we need so while we're i would i would i mean maybe we're 70 percent there 75 percent of the way there but yeah that would be great to have yeah that would be a nice uh, thing to frame and hang up on our wall. Ooh. It's right, true. If there's a spot for it. There, yeah, we would frame it. Um, okay. Things in the pipeline? Oh, oh, yes, sure. Oh, do you oh. have things that you want to say? Possibly. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, things in the pipeline. Um, diabetic, Israel Diabetes Association um, um, Ish, appro- uh, approval mm-hmm. and um, labeling. Um, possibly um, super kashrut. So we get into um, some more neighborhoods that we're interested in. Um, Rosh Surim um, Cafe and Pizzeria running well. It's true, meaning we have great plans. We were just looking at them right before we started the podcast. We've got these gorgeous plans now of uh, upping the game a little bit in Rosh Surim, turning it into one of these like hidden gems um, in the gush, so we're totally excited about that. 
Yeah, I think there are things to be excited about. Yeah, and I will say the words, new mixer, new oven. <laughs> you could say it. If any of you have new mixers or new ovens at home that you don't need, we'd be really happy to uh, drive up in our branded truck to pick them up. Wait, can I, can I, I'll take us home. I, think, I remember when you and I went furniture shopping for this office. Yes, Devorah. When the you and I in the sentence is Devorah. Good, I remember We it. went to, um, like a went to this store? warehouse. Yeah, it was like this super warehouse of who? It was I a customer know. who told, oh, Debbie told us to go to this oh, place, right? Yeah, yeah. And we went and it's like generally used furniture and we were looking at desks and looking at like shelving units and you found oh. the desk that we all sit around. Well, most of, right now that we're all sitting around. And, like, yeah. and immediately you were like, oh yeah, this is us because we're gonna be sitting around facing each other, collaborating. It's not every single person at their own space doing their own thing. Like this is, we're all, we're facing each other, we're working together and that's what it is. Like we're all, like that's the that's the touchy feely moment, right? You're done we're all, good, you are. We're done all good. it's been a year plus of like just facing each other and moving forward and it's been awesome. It Here's has to been more. Yes, thanks everybody for coming on to the podcast. Arm, even you, thank you. Dave, sure. I hope you got a lot of your mail done while you were <laughs> sitting here. It's yeah. great. Uh, thanks, everybody. Have a, a, if this is our last podcast before Pesach, you have, have a happy to do one Pesach. By the pool. You have to do one by the pool. There's no way, kids. Um, All right, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening. We're so happy you're here. iTunes, Spotify, if you want to leave us a little note, we love getting those. Everything that we've talked about is in the show notes, pictures, links to our own favorite song, Daniel Radcliffe singing, what is it called? And Uh, the Devorah font. Alphabetic aerobics and the Devorah font. Bye, everybody.